Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well and you're getting set to create some great experiences in your life once again today. It's a great goal to have, making every day a great day from beginning to end. And uh, hopefully some of the tidbits we share with you on the daily health updates help you do just that. Today's uh, Thursday, May the 10th already, going by fast. And um, we're going to talk about letting it go. Uh, This study out of Psychological Science in April 2018 says that letting go of negative feelings may be the key to long-lasting health. A study of more than 1,100 middle-aged adults found that individuals who had a hard time getting over daily stressors typically had more physical health issues a decade later. I think this is where some sayings like don't sweat the small stuff comes into play and uh, it's good to be able to have a different perception on things because it will impact your health. So, you know, just let it go if you can. (laughs) Smoking, which we all know isn't necessarily good for you, um, has been proven to make life harder in older age. According to the Gerontology and Geriatric Medicine Journal, March 2018, a study that included over 9,000 senior women concluded that those who were current smokers had a slower walking speed, worse self-reported health, greater difficulty performing daily tasks, and a higher risk for depression. So uh, it's not just about the lungs, but uh, has a lot of side effects. Not the best thing for us, right? Um, a new patch may help determine food safety. So this is kind of an interesting use, I think, of nanotechnology, perhaps. Research have developed a transparent paper patch that can detect pathogens in food. The patches are printed with harmless DNA molecules or biosensors that remain stable for up to 14 days, and they change color when the food is no longer safe to consume. In the future, if you go to a store and you want to be sure that your meat is that you're buying is safe to eat at any point after you uh, use it, you'll have a much more reliable way than just the expiration date. And that, according to study author Dr. Hani Yousefi, and that's out of the ACS Nano Journal, April 2018. All right, a good use of technology there. On the wellness and prevention front. Poison prevention at home, uh, very important, always uh, uh, has been on my mind as a parent, wondering what uh, would happen if the kids got in touch with some of the things we have in the home. But the American Academy of Pediatrics reports that about 3 million people swallow or consume a poisonous substance each year. And it just boggles my mind. It's crazy. Common sources of poison include medicines, cleaning products, antifreeze, pesticides, and gasoline. To reduce the risk of poisoning at home, the group offers the following suggestions. Store poisonous products in their original packaging in locked cabinets out of sight and reach of children. Keep medicines in containers with safety caps and keep them out of reach of children. Discard discard unused medication. Never refer to medicine as candy. Check the label each time you give a child medicine to ensure proper dosage. If you use e-cigarettes, keep liquid nicotine refills locked up out of children's reach. Never keep poisonous products in food or drink containers. Keep devices away from children that contain small button cell batteries, which are dangerous if swallowed, and remove plants in your home or yard that are poisonous. And that again from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Good to keep those children of ours safe, right? 
On the exercise front, um, this study from the European Association of Preventive Cardiology in April of 2018 says that exercise halves the risk of early death after heart attack. According to an analysis of data on more than 22,000 heart attack survivors, patients who either increase their physical activity after a heart attack or maintain a high level of physical activity are over 50% more likely to be alive four years later than those who either reduce their physical activity or remain sedentary. Um, the lead author writes, exercising twice or more a week should be automatically advocated for heart attack patients in the same way that they receive advice to stop smoking, improve diet, and reduce stress. I've actually had the pleasure of talking to uh, a couple of cardiologists here in Toronto, and I've always asked them, you know, on the follow-up and when they look at lifestyle, how many patients actually change what they do? And their comment to me has been uh, something like only a handful and they realize that not a lot of people, after that initial recovery, they may go to cardio rehab and do some things, but uh, certainly not a lot of them make the necessary lifestyle changes. So prevention would be great. Avoid that heart attack. But if you have one, it should be a real eye-opener to making some positive changes in your life, in your function, food, and fitness, at the very least, to um, you know make sure that uh, you don't have another one and that you make it uh, as far as you can in life with some really good quality. Okay? And finally, on the chiropractic front, office work risk factors for neck pain. Uh, this from the Brazilian Journal of Physical Therapy, March 2018. Office workers have a very high rate of neck pain, but the relationship between symptoms and risk factors is unclear. But a new study involving over 700 office workers found a significant association between neck pain and working more than six hours per day on the computer. And uh, they found greater psychological distress and reduced neck range of motion in these people. This is, uh, you know, our tech neck, text neck, uh, cell phone epidemic, uh, laptop doesn't have good ergonomics, and then a lot of people with desktop computers don't have them set up properly either. And there are some health implications. It's not just posture or how it looks, but it uh, definitely can impact a person's quality of life, especially if they're doing it for long periods during the day. And they've also found that people who are working on the computer for long periods have the same brain patterns as those people later on in life with dementia which is very interesting so they're coining a phrase called digital dementia and i'm sure they're researching and looking into that even more so you know take a break from that computer at least during the day get up move around uh, we teach our patients a great daily strategy on how to negate the effects of computer work and um you know, we'd be happy to share that with you if you get in touch with us. You can find us on social media. Uh, all my contact information is on our website. Just look for David Coyveranta Chiropractic and you'll find us all over the place. All right. We're going to finish up today's uh, daily health update with a quote from Samuel Johnson that says, Self-confidence is the first requisite to great undertakings. So believe in yourself, go out there, create a great day. Remember that um, on this podcast, we can't diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any condition, but hopefully we can stimulate your thinking, help you take some action, and uh, to best do that, make sure you do it in conjunction with your healthcare provider and uh, go out there and create those great experiences for the rest of your life. And I'm going to catch you next time. Take care.